0: I'm Stephen Downey and you're very welcome to episode 9 of the Mindful Living Guide. This week's episode is another solo cast where I want to talk to you actually about the law of attraction and about how we can manifest the most amazing things into our life. I also want to talk to you about a book that I found out about as a result of something that I manifested at the start of the year. So it's a different episode than normal but I hope you enjoy it. It's uh, it's something I've really really passionate about. So sit back and enjoy the Mindful Living Guide. So as I was saying, I wanted to talk about the law of attraction. Many people have probably heard of the film The Secret and in The Secret, They talk about the law of attraction, about manifesting, about putting out into the universe your thoughts, your wishes, and what you want to manifest into your life. I have known about the law of attraction for many years, and I've obviously tried many times to manifest, but there's one particular time this year where it really came to fruition for me. Uh, It was at the start of the year in January, and I was really interested in a conference that was happening in Dublin and I wanted to go but there was a lot of things happening and as a result I didn't go and the tickets were also quite expensive uh, so that was also putting a damper on it um, but anyway the after the first day I knew a few of my friends were going and I contacted a very close friend of mine uh, Karen Dwyer and I was asking her all about that day and about how it was and she said it was out of this world she had an unbelievable first day and the conference was over two days and in that moment i just got this shiver about i need to be there tomorrow i need to be at this and i've been looking at posts that day and i talked to karen and i said listen i really feel like i i need to be here tomorrow i'd love to go and we said, listen, let's just try and manifest the ticket. So I know Karen's well-connected, and I thought, yeah, she, she might be able to know someone that, that I might be able to get a ticket from, so we might be able to go tomorrow. And So I decided to put it out there, put my idea out into the universe. I wrote a post on uh, LinkedIn. I said basically that I really wanted to be at this conference tomorrow, but I don't have a ticket and i'd love to put the law of attraction and karma to test and see if i can manifest a ticket and unknown to me in the background somebody had read that post who knew somebody who knew somebody but i didn't know any of this at the time but i decided i was going to go to this conference i made sure that um i cleared my next day i had uh, no commitments and i planned normally i I would get my children ready early in the morning and i planned my whole morning so that i could get the early train after the conference uh planned what i would wear that day what i would look like and i also did something that i think was magical i focused on one particular picture a friend of mine had posted this on um i think it was instagram and uh It was a picture from the back of the room and it was looking at the stage and you could just sense the energy in the room. You could sense everything that was happening. So I meditated um, for about 30 minutes, just purely concentrating on that room, on the energy and what it felt like to be in that room. So much so that it was as if I felt like I was in that moment, that I was already there. I knew what the energy was like and it was just an unbelievable feeling. So I went to bed and I got up the next morning with the intention of going. And now let's get this straight from the start. I would not have gone through this if I did not have a genuine ticket. I was not going. But I was gonna see, could I manifest a ticket? So that morning I got up as if I had a ticket, as if I had already planned to be at this event, that it was going to happen. I got ready, I got the early train, and uh, on that train, I spent the last 20 minutes meditating, actually did the same music um, and a powerful, powerful uh, song called Debbie's Prayer. And I could just sense something was happening. And I didn't know what. I was uh, I was standing on the train at the time and we were just coming to the end of the song and my eyes opened as I could see us just coming into the platform. And I wasn't too far from the doors of the carriage but I just let all the people that were in the seats just go ahead of me. It was like I just had to clear the energy uh, so that I could go ahead. And I stepped to out towards the, the car's door and nothing. I still hadn't got any message. I was planning to meet my friend there, but I still hadn't heard anything about a ticket. But suddenly, as I put my foot down on the platform... I could hear a text on my phone and instantly I knew this was it something was happening and I got a a text from a gentleman who I trained with uh, during the year who is an unbelievable guy and extremely well connected he knows that he's actually worked with the likes of Tony Robbins and many people like that so I knew if I'm getting a text from this guy something's happening so the text just said any luck with a ticket yet. So I decided just to reply back. Not yet. I'm just there and I'm manifesting one on the way. And I left at that. Now I was about four or five minutes from the conference centre and uh, I walked out the back to the train station and no reply. I thought I might get a reply straight away but no. I walked up along the canal. No reply. I kept walking all the way to the back of the building. Still no reply. But some, something inside me thought this was gonna happen. It it is. It's like it's like that feeling you just get where you just know it's gonna work out. And suddenly I got to the front of the building. And I must have been about ten feet from the the door into it. And my text happened again. It said Take mine. I rang uh, the man back straight away and i said hey what is everything okay like how come you you can't go because turns out he was very sick and he couldn't travel to the conference and he's been looking for someone to give the ticket to that he knows would actually get value from it unknown to myself a good friend of mine had seen my post on linkedin the day the night before and contacted this man and said hey i knew you, you can't go do you think you could give the ticket to jet to uh, stephen And lo and behold, 30 seconds later, I was in the top conference called the Pendulum Summit in Dublin. And I had a ticket. It was an unbelievable experience. And I've never sensed something like that before. But that was only the start of it. What happened inside blew my mind. I went in and um, I met my friend Karen. And Karen said to me that, um, let's go and... Say hello to a friend of mine, uh, Kira, who was sitting at the back. Unknown to me, Kira and Karen knew each other well, and but I also knew Kira, and it was Kira's photo that she had posted the day before that I was manifesting and meditating on, and it was Kira's photo of her seat and the view from her seat that gave me the sense of the energy in the room and not less than 12 hours later I was sitting in that very seat experiencing the energy that filled the room. This is probably one of the most powerful times that I experienced uh, the laws of attraction and manifesting but there's some very important elements that you have to make sure you adhere to. Because a lot of people, they set the intention out and they say, I want this or I want that and I want my life to change. But do they take action? I don't think anything would have happened that day if I hadn't sent out that post to say that this is my intention. To send out the energy into the universe so that people can understand that this is what I would like to happen. And likewise, many people, they love for their life to go in different directions, but they never tell anyone. They never send that energy out or take any action. And it's in taking the action that it happens. If I hadn't taken the action that morning to get on that train to go to that event anyway, I wouldn't have been in the position to accept the ticket. I would have probably had a day full of engagements that I couldn't, that I couldn't cancel. But I had taken all the actions that cleared my day the day before, to get on that train and go there. I also want to talk to you about something else that happened that day because I saw some amazing speakers and they all inspired me, but one really stood out and that was a man called Steadman Graham. For people that don't know him, he is Oprah Winfrey's husband and he's a powerful, powerful speaker in his own right. But that day, Sedman did something that I thought was beautiful. He stood up there and he recited a book from start to finish. And it's such a beautiful book. I tracked it down and the book is called The Race, Life's Greatest Lesson by Dee Groberg. And I'm actually going to read it today for you because I think the lessons in this book are so simple but But it's a message that I think will resonate with a lot of people that have been hit hard this year. And um, I really hope that it helps someone. And uh, so, The Race by Dee Groberg. And as I start to hang my head in front of failure's face, my downward fall is broken by the memory of a race. And hope refills my weakened will, as I recall that scene. For just the thought of that short race rejuvenates my being. A children's race. Young boys, young men. How I remember well. Excellent. Sure. But only also fear. It wasn't hard to tell. They all lined up so full of hope. Each taught to win that race, or tie for first, or if not that, at least take second place. and fathers watched from off the side, each cheering for his son, and each boy hoped to show his dad that he would be the one. The whistle blew, and off they went, young hearts and hopes afire, to win and be the hero there was each young boy's desire. And one boy in particular, whose dad was in the crowd, was running near the lead and thought, My dad will be so proud. And as they sped down the field, across the shallow dip, the boy who taught to win, lost his step and slipped. Trying hard to catch himself, his hands flew out to brace. But mid the laughter of the crowd, he fell flat on his face. So down he fell with with him hope. He couldn't win it now. Embarrassed, sad, he only wished to disappear somehow. But as he fell, his dad stood up and showed his anxious face, which to the boy so clearly said, get up. Get up and win the race. He quickly rose, no damage done. Behind a bit, that's all. And ran with all his mind and might to make up for his fall. So anxious to restore himself, to catch up and to win, his mind went faster than his legs. He slipped and fell again. He wished that he had quit before with only one disgrace. I'm hopeless as a runner now. I shouldn't try to race. But in the laughing crowd he searched and found his father's face. They steadied that steady look which said again, Get up and win the race. So up he jumped and try again, ten yards behind the last. If I'm to gain those yards, he taught. I've got to move real fast. Exerting everything he had, he gained eight or ten. But trying so hard to catch the lead, he slipped and fell again. Defeat. He lay there silently, a tear drop from his eye. There's no sense running anymore. Three strikes, I'm out. Why try? The will to rise had disappeared. All hope had fled away. So far behind, so error prone. A loser all the way. I've lost, so what's the use? He thought. I'll live with my disgrace. Then he thought about his dad. Who soon he'd have to face. Get up. An echo sounded low. Get up and take your place. You're not meant for failure here. Get up and win the race. With borrowed will, get up, it said. You haven't lost at all. For winning is no more than this. To rise each time you fall. So up he rose to run once more. And with a new comet, commit. He resolved that win or lose. At least he wouldn't quit. So far behind the others now, the most he'd ever been. Still he gave it all he had and ran as though to win. Three times he'd fallen, stumbling. Three times he rose again. Too far behind to hope to win. He still ran to the end. They cheered the winner The winning runner as he crossed the line in first place. Head high and proud and happy, no falling, no disgrace. But when the young the fallen youngster crossed the line last place, the crowd gave him the greater cheer for finishing the race. And even though he came in last, with his head bowed low and proud you would have thought he won the race to listen to the crowd. And to his dad, he sadly said, I didn't do too well. (laughs) To me, you won, his father said. You rose each time you fell. And now, when things seem dark and hard and difficult to face, the memory of that little boy helps me in my race. For all of life is like that race with ups and downs and all. All you have to do to win is rise each time you fall. I just think that's such a beautiful beautiful book and a beautiful story for people right now people who may feel like they're falling and falling and falling but life's a race we never know what's around the corner we never know what moments we've had today that we may never have again tomorrow so my advice is to you is be proud get up and finish your race Keep trying because there's people out there that will support you. So with that, this has been Stephen Downey and the Mindful Living Guide.